Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, in the beginning. So what happened was, these are all the beginnings of stories. The beginnings of moments of sharing that signify to us to listen, that something is coming, something to listen to. Our ears get perked up and we pay attention to what comes next. Stories. In a very simplistic way, stories are just events linked in sequence across time according to a plot. Linked in sequence across time according to a plot. So in essence, story is just a collection of things that have happened that are just put together to make in some particular order in order to make sense of what happened, to shape a narrative. And it's something that we do often, we do all the time. Our, our lives are full of stories. We learn from uh, very young to tell stories, to listen for stories. One of the first things we do with children is read a story. And then as they keep reading the story and we tell stories that they learn to tell stories and read stories on their own. And we become full of stories. We are creatures of story. And some of the stories that we have are ones that we create, and some are stories that have been given to us, that have shaped us in a particular way. They don't represent maybe our inner understanding but they represent kind of the expectations or what other people think of us, the outer world's impressions upon us. It's so easy to be shaped by story, to listen, because because we are so attuned to story, to listen to the narratives that are woven around us that create us in a way, or at least to allow ourselves to be created. And if we are so dependent upon story, if really so much of our identity and our understanding of ourselves is grounded in story, 
then we can change ourselves by changing our story. We can redefine who we are by changing our story. In seminary, I took a class on narrative therapy, which is just that, recognizing that we are part of the stories that we tell and that we are working on some a particular issue. One of the ways that we can engage that issue is to re-evaluate the story that we tell about it. This isn't about creating fiction, though using some fiction tropes might help in creating the narrative, but it's about re-understanding how the events that have happened to us fit together. You know, as I said, that stories are events linked in sequence or cross time according to a plot. If we took those events and put them in a different sequence or added a different narrative to those events, you would have a different story. And what power there can be in creating a new story or maybe even reclaiming a story that we had forgotten or had been hidden from us. When I was in elementary school, I loved to sing. I would sing all the time and I sang in the church choir, on um, the children's choir at church and uh, and I at school when there was opportunities to sing, I loved to sing. I took advantage of every opportunity to sing. And then at some point, and I don't remember exactly when, I think it must have been around middle school. I told myself, or at least someone may have told me, but I developed the story that I could not sing. And so I stopped singing, well, at least publicly. I did still sing at home, listening to my music, dancing, you know, in my bedroom. But I didn't join choirs or participate in public singing. We may be singing along in the church because we all sang, but I had this new narrative that I could not sing. And in some ways, I almost forgot about the fact that I used to sing. And this narrative carried with me through high school and through college. And it wasn't until I was in my early 20s and I was uh, listening to an 
LGBT gospel choir in Boston and loving the music and seeing a space where I could reconnect with that music in a place that accepted me as, as I am, that I wanted to sing again. And they announced at the end of this concert that, you know, they accepted people to come as they are to sing. And I didn't join right away. And it was at the second, after the second concert that I attended that I made the step into singing. And I sang. And no one flinched hearing my voice. And in fact, someone actually said, you have a nice voice, which I didn't expect because that was not within my narrative. And through that choir, I reclaimed my singing voice and I began to sing again. And then in singing, uh, I joined the UU Church because of that choir, in fact, and I sang in the choir. And then as a theater person, I was doing a play and then ended up doing musicals. And singing became so much a part of who I am again. And I remembered the story of me singing when I was young, which through all those times of high school and college, I had forgotten. It got hidden in my narrative. And now I tell a new story, not of a story of not singing, but a story of singing being such an integral part of me since I was a child that I lost for a time and reclaimed. The events that happened in my life are the same, but I have a new narrative that weave them together. I found a new story and I'm so grateful for it. And not only do we as individuals have stories Communities have stories. Congregations have stories. Families have stories. And in these groups, too, we have to think about what are the stories we tell? What are the events that we lift up, that we weave together? I wonder for you, what are the stories you tell about your family, your community, or your congregation? What stories exist? What are the stories that have led you to be the congregation you are? What stories might lead you to be the congregation you wish to be? 
Maybe the seeds are there. We just have to find the new story. One thing I find as I talk with people about story is that often as individuals, we tell stories that show kind of where we are lacking, what we are missing. We can easily fall into the stories that show us not in our true light in many ways doesn't bring ourselves to our full perspective. And it, what I find in community stories that often the story stays in the aspirational. The story lives in the where you want to be, but doesn't name where you are at the moment. I see this happening in congregations that I visit. Many congregations uh, have in on their website and in the order service even, there are many different places, talk about their openness, talk about how welcoming they are. Everyone is welcome. And they have the story about how they are this wonderful, open, welcome, welcoming place. As I've attended some of these congregations, not as welcoming or open as they might think they are. There are areas that are inaccessible to people of differing abilities that you can attend a church and have no one talk to you as a new person and feel isolated. That the community doesn't reach out or connect or spend the energy to welcome you. And so you're not sure if you want to come back. And so, yes, you may be open, but there's still work to do. In some places I've been to, I may have shared a little bit about my experience and weren't really ready to hear critique because this didn't fit into the story that they told. So they weren't ready to hear a new story. And so I, I wonder how we think about stories that we tell as a group and what stories we could tell that may be hit toward the aspiration but grounds us in who we are right now. And then there are the stories that are not shared, the stories that we don't know about. As I've been doing my own family history, I've 
been uncovering people and stories and events that were not told to me, that were not passed down generation to generation. Stories that have almost been lost. And I think about what would happen if we never had these stories, stories of courage and strength, of adventure that are within our family. But no one knows about it. And so I am becoming a keeper of these stories. And not even a keeper, a teller of these stories. Because the stories do not need to be kept. They need to be told and shared and passed on. And so I wonder what stories are not told, whose story is not shared in your congregation, in your community. Who's missing? What stories need to be unearthed and revitalized that might help shift and change the narratives we tell about ourselves? Invite you to think about your stories and think about your collective stories as a congregation. Do we really tell the stories we want to tell? Are we missing any stories? What stories could we live into? And so, I close this part of our story together. And although I cannot guarantee you a happily ever after, I do wish that for each and every one of you. Blessed be.